Once upon a time and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. This podcast will take you to long ago and far away and will bring you back safely. This first story is by Rabbi Elon Glazer. And before he became a rabbi, he worked as a Jewish environmental educator, teaching Jewish kids about nature, science, spirituality, and the Torah. It's said he uses storytelling and music in all of his education. Now, he also said he's very close to being a distinguished Toastmaster, which is the highest level of Toastmasters. He told me, however, there is no requirement to wear a cravat or bow tie when you are a distinguished Toastmaster, and there is no secret handshake. Toastmasters, you might want to get a move on that. All the cool kids have a secret handshake. But for you, dear listener, this is the story, A Nagun from Chabonim. Many years ago, back in the old country, there lived a holy sweet couple who loved each other so very much. And they looked forward every week to Shabbat. It was the highlight of their week. It was the moment when everything else stopped and they could be together, together in song and in peace and in love. And every Friday morning, the wife, whose name was Devorah, she would give her husband Yehoshua the exact amount of money he needed in order to go buy the things they needed for Shabbat. So what did they need? They needed two candles. They needed two challahs, and they needed a bottle of wine in order to celebrate Shabbat together. And every Friday morning, Yehoshua would take the money from his wonderful wife, Devorah, and he would set out through the town, and he would go through the forest and over the river to the town on the other side. And when he was in the town on the other side of the forest, he would go to the store and he would buy what he needed, the two candles, the two challahs, and the bottle of wine. He would make his way lovingly back to his wonderful wife, Devorah, and they would celebrate a wonderful Shabbat together. This happened for years. Like clockwork, every Friday morning, Devorah would give him the money. He would go, he would buy what he needed, and he would return to her, and they would have a delightful Shabbat together. But on this one Friday morning, something a little unexpected happened. It started out just like every other Friday morning. She gave him the money. He left the town. He went through the forest. He crossed over the river. He got to the other town and he bought everything he needed. The candles, the chalas, and the wine. But as he started to make his way back through the forest to come back home, he heard something he'd never heard before in the forest. He couldn't place it. He didn't know what it was. It sounded like a little music. And it sounded so enchanting. And he said, wow, that music sounds delightful. I just, I have to go find out what that music is. It just, I can't, I can't go on any further until I know what that music is. I bet Devorah will like it when I bring home a new, another new melody. And so he left the trail 
and he followed the sound of the music until finally he came upon a clearing and there were a troop of musicians who were singing and dancing together. And he made out the melody that they were singing and dancing to. And the melody went like this. Well, Yehoshua just fell in love with this melody, and he knew that he had to have it. He knew that he had to bring this very melody home to his wonderful wife, Devorah, so that they could sing and dance together around the Shabbat table. He approached the head musician and he said to him, Please, sir, I beg you, you must, you must teach me this melody. I must have it. I must bring this home to my wife. Well, the band leader took one look at poor Yehoshua and he said, You must pay! But, but I don't have any money, cried Yehoshua. I spent all of my money getting what I needed for Shabbos. I, I don't have anything left. All I have are, are the candles and the chalas and the wine. You must pay, said the band leader. All right, all right, said Yehoshua. I, I, okay, this melody is so wonderful. I'll give you, I'll give you the candles. Take the candles. This Shabbos I will make do without candles. And so the band leader taught him the melody. And Yoshua started to sing and dance together with the rest of the musicians. And then once he had learned it, once he had got it deep inside his heart, he started to walk back towards his trail in the forest, singing to himself. Oh, and he was having such a good time singing and dancing that he didn't look where he was going, and he tripped over a log, and he fell down, and knocked his head on the ground. Oy. And he woke up, he picked himself up off the ground, dusted himself off, and he couldn't remember the melody at all. It was gone. Oh my goodness, he cried. I must go back. I must have this melody. It was so beautiful. I remember, I, I, I know that it was wonderful and I must have it again. And he ran. He could still just hear the musicians playing. And he ran all the way back to them. And he went up to the band leader again. And he said, please, I know you taught it to me already, but I must have it again. I forgot it. I tripped and I fell. And, and you must give it to me one more time. You must pay, said the band leader. Okay, all right. I'll give you, I'll, uh, I'll give you the chalas. Take the chalas. I'll be okay. And one more time, the band leader and all the musicians taught Yehoshua this melody. And again, he went back in the forest. And again, he tripped and he fell. And he picked himself up one last time. And he ran all the way back. And all he had with him is a bottle of wine. And once again, the band leader said, You must pay! Oh, okay, said Yoshua. Take the bottle of wine. Take it. Just give me the melody. And one last time, they taught him the melody. And he made his way back through the forest to his holy wife, Devorah. 
And when he got there, she took one look at him and she said, Yahushua, where have you been? I don't understand why you're so late. Shabbat is coming. The sun is setting. And where are the challahs? And where are the candles? And where's the bottle of wine for Shabbat? Yahushua, what's happening? I don't understand. And so Yahushua embraced his wife and he said, Devorah, I know it's true. I don't have the candles. I don't have the bottle of wine. And I don't have the challahs. But for this Shabbat, for this Shabbat, we have something even better. We have, we have a beautiful, beautiful melody that we can sing together. It's the holiest melody, and I know that you'll love it. And so Yehoshua taught his wife Devorah the melody, and together they started to sing. Well, Devorah so loved this melody that Yehoshua had brought home for her. And together they sang and they danced well into the night. And it's true, my friends, that that Shabbat, they didn't have the candles. They didn't have the challahs. They didn't have the bottle of wine either. But that Shabbat, they had a melody, and they had each other. And they had the love that existed between them. And because they had those things, that was the best Shabbat they ever had. Shabbat Shalom. The fairy tale sponsor of this episode of the podcast is the Clever Merchants Guild, happy to trade you an old lamp for new. They are also willing to take your cow, goat, sheep, or other livestock for bargain prices or a few magic beans, guaranteed to change your life. They would also like to remind you, however, there are no refunds or returns accepted. The next story comes from storyteller Asha Sampath, and she is the podcast's first teller from India. To be more specific, she is from Chennai, Tamil Nadu in southern India. Asha is an educator turned storyteller who believes in the magical power of stories to connect, communicate, and transform. She's passionate about helping revive the oral tradition. Can I get a heck yeah? And she created and manages a social media page called Tailspin, a platform for stories to spread awareness about stories and storytelling. Go check it out. The story she is telling today is a popular folktale that she heard from her grandmother when she was a child. This is The Monkey and the Drum. <laughs> A long time ago, in a village somewhere in Tamil Nadu, there lived a monkey. One day, the monkey was passing through the woods when his eyes fell on his most favorite fruit, the wood apple, hanging from the tree. He ran towards the tree, but ouch! 
His tail got caught in a thorny bush just beneath the tree. The monkey pulled his tail out, but a sharp big thorn got embedded in his tail. Holding the tail in his hands, he ran towards the village barber. Oh, barber, oh, barber, please take out this thorn. It's hurting me. Don't you worry, monkey. I'll sharpen the knife and in a jiffy I shall take out the thorn, said the barber. He sharpened the knife until the tip of the knife was glinting in the sun. Then he began to tease out the thorn. Whoops! He accidentally cut off the tail of the monkey. Look, Baba, what have you done? Either you give me back my whole tail as I brought it to you or give me your knife. The barber could not give the monkey his whole tail, of course. So he parted with his knife. He was left holding the monkey's tail with the thorn in it. The monkey held on to the knife and began to walk through the woods again. Soon he forgot about his tail. Instead, a song sprung to his lips. I lost my tail, but I got a knife. Mm, I wonder, what will I get for this knife? He saw a woman breaking twigs and branches with her bare hands. She was collecting firewood. Mother, said the monkey going up to her, your hands must be paining. Here, take the sharp knife and cut as many twigs and branches as you want. When you are done, give me the knife. The monkey went and sat. He watched and waited. Oh, thank you so much, monkey, said the woman and began to cut all the firewood she needed. When she was done, she bundled all the firewood into a neat pile. She returned the knife to the monkey. Look, mother, what have you done? You've made my knife so blunt, it's useless now. Either you give me back the knife I gave you in the beginning or part with your pile of firewood. So the woman gave away her pile of firewood and she was left holding the blunt knife in her hands. The monkey placed the firewood on his head and began to walk through the woods again. I lost my tail, but I got a knife. I lost my knife, but I've got some firewood. Mm, I wonder what I shall be exchanging this firewood for. 
he didn't have to wait too long. His nose picked up the smell of delicious dosas, pancakes. He followed his nose and it led him right to the edge of the woods to an old woman who was making crispy dosas. But the monkey noticed that the old woman didn't have enough firewood and there was so much batter left in the vessel. Grandmother, he said to her, here, take this firewood and use it to make all the pancakes. When you are done, I shall go. The monkey sat, watched and waited. How generous you are, monkey. Thank you so much, said the old woman. When the last of the dosas was done, the last of the wood was also burnt. The old woman picked two dosas and offered it to the monkey. Look, grandmother, what have you done? You have burnt all the firewood I gave you. Either you give me back that firewood I gave you or give me all the pancakes. The shocked woman watched as the monkey took all the pancakes. I lost my tail, but I got a knife. I lost my knife, but I got some firewood. I lost the firewood, but I've got myself some dosas. Mm, I wonder what I will get for these dosas. The monkey waited by the roadside. Soon, a very hungry-looking drummer came on to the road. Business had been bad that day and the drummer had been walking a long time. The monkey eyed the drum. Oh, how he would love to have a drum for himself. He looked at the pancakes, then at the drum at the drum and then the pancakes. Should I? Why not? He said to himself. He walked up to the drummer and thrust the pancakes into his face. The drummer's eyes popped. The rumbles in his stomach grew louder. Ah, I see you're very hungry, drummer. I'll make a deal with you. You can have all these pancakes in exchange for your drum. In an instant, the drum was in the monkey's hands as the drummer snatched the dosas and began to eat them hungrily. The monkey took the drum, climbed up the tallest tree on the road, settled himself on the highest branch and began to play as he sang, Vala pochu katti vandhudu dum 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 Katti pochu kuchi vandhudu dum 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 Kuchi pochu dosa vandhudu dum 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 
தோசை போச்சு மோளம் வந்தது டுமர டுமர டும் Thank you for listening to the Story Story podcast. Show notes and more information about the storytellers you heard today can be found at storystorypodcast.com forward slash episode three. Share the love. Find Asha and Ilan on Facebook and tell them that you heard them and now you want to hear them tell more stories. If you would like to support the podcast, please do. We are on Patreon, a website that allows you to make a monthly donation as little as $4 that will keep the stories coming. As a patron of the podcast, you can get an extra story per podcast and behind the scenes news. Or you're welcome to do a one-time donation. Both options are found on the website and really, thank you. If you would like to stay connected or offer feedback, you can find the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or you can join the mailing list on the website. You can leave a rating and comment on iTunes or Stitcher and that helps the podcast get noticed and continue to grow. Let us know your favorite story that you heard on the podcast or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. And until then, I hope you'll live happily ever after. <laughs>